This episode is brought to you by my Cyber Mom Day Bundle. Whether you currently are a mom, or you aspire to be a mom someday, or you're totally satisfied being a fur baby mama, if you're an entrepreneur, you are spending every day creating. That is literally the feminine creative energy that lies within you. This bundle helps you tap deeper into that energy with five courses. That's 26 hours of mindset shifting, business up-leveling, mom life and business game balancing strategies to enhance your sales, your communication, your mom game, your productivity, your energy, and your success. I am so excited for you to get this bundle because not only do you get all five courses that also come with downloadable MP3s that you can listen to in the background of your life as you're taking the kids to school, but you also get this for 60% off what it would be to buy each of these five courses separately. So click on the link below in the description and get the Cyber Mom Day Bundle as your Happy Mother's Day gift from me to you. Welcome to the Princess and the Bee podcast, the place to be to build your empire as queen of your body, business, and life. I'm your host, Kimberly Spencer, founder of crownyourself.com, and I'm an award-winning coach, Amazon best-selling author, and multi-passionate entrepreneur. Each week, I give you the systems, strategies, and success stories to help you master your mindset, communicate with ease, and triple your productivity so you make the income and the impact you deserve. Imagine this podcast as your weekly spark of inspiration as you take it to the next level with all the bees of your life body, business, bank account, boys and babies. Let's make it rain. Good morning and welcome back to the Princess and the Bee. Well, for me, it's morning for you. You may be listening to this at some other time other than morning and that's totally appropriate. I just wanted to pop on because I was just got back from my run and that's where I get most of my inspiration, especially since it's one of the few quiet times of my day when I'm not surrounded by people and or who who wants something from me. Um, And it's like boobs. And by I don't mean my husband's bike. I mean my son. (laughs) Like I mean my toddler who is still nursing somewhat. And (laughs) total tangent. But I, uh, I was thinking about one of my clients who's struggling with releasing one of her creative projects. And Our clients are always in some ways mirrors of either where we've been or where we are now, but kind of, but we are in a different space, a different headspace, a different mental space. So the tools that we're imparting to them are going to be different than the tools that we need to get to our next level. So as I was jamming with my client, It got me thinking about the sacred spin that we put on these creative projects. It got me thinking of the fact, especially as high performers, we put on this level of importance to our creativity. 
And a lot of this is the ego speaking. Like this is, in fact, pretty much all of this is entirely the ego. Or if you've done the bank personality code, this is a more of the, the knowledge brain, those knowledge values of always wanting to be accurate, always wanting to be right, um, which is not not bad. Those are all fine. But when it comes to creativity, it really can be a massive detriment. Because here's the thing, they're always right. They're always sacred. They are always in this perfect realm of perfection when they are in our head. You have to go through the physical, mental, emotional labor of doing the work to get the thing out out there to birth the dream, to birth the book, to birth the project, to birth the blog, to birth your business, whatever it is, you have to go through that labor, that work. And labor does not necessarily mean the connotation. When I give this this metaphor, it it does not necessarily mean the connotation that we have in a lot of Western culture of that's really propagated a lot in movies and such with the woman screaming her head off and like becoming like demonic and shouting at the man being like you did this to me you fucker like it's not necessarily that that's our misconception that is a another tangent but a total misconception of what labor is Labor is just simply doing the work. It's going through the work. It's going, putting the effort in. It's hitting those little tiny fear bumps that come with it of like, oh, should I? Okay, yes. Okay, I'm going to go for it. Um, mm, I don't know. Fear again? Mm, okay, I'm going to figure it out. And it's constantly repeating to yourself that labor of, mm, okay, hmm, got to, got to, bear down for just a hot second and I'm going to figure this out. And and literally that's actually what I did throughout my <laughs> my labor once I shifted my mindset 16 hours in to, at, <laughs> to where it did not suck. Um that's the magic of the mind. But it so relates to our creative process because in creativity when we're creating a blog or a business or or a uh, a product or or whatever you're creating it's not sacred unless you bless each other with it. Let me repeat that. It is not sacred. It's in fact selfish to hold it in your mind and not bless other people with it. Those things that you are holding in your soul, in your gut, in your heart, those things that you know you should be doing, those things that you want to do, that you want to release, that has been a desire in your heart for so freaking long, those books that, all those books that you have wanted to write, all of those, those programs you have wanted to launch, all of those businesses you've wanted to create, all of those things. I'm not saying do all of them at the same time. I am saying, listen to your heart, listen to your gut, listen to your soul and go through the emotional and physical labor that it takes because it is actually selfish if you do not. It is selfish if you hold those things to yourself. In the Bible, there is a a parable of the talents. And there's uh, 
and towns, I believe, back then. It's been a while since uh, Sunday school for me. Uh, but there are the talents that God gives each one of the three. I think it's three men. And it's always men. Uh, <laughs> but there's a guy who gives the talents. And I think talents were like a um, money, basically. That's that's their, was their form of money back then. And so one guy gave got the t- his talents and he buried them. He buried them. It's also the parable of the sower and the seed, I believe. No, it's definitely the talents. Definitely. I'm getting my Bible parables mi- mixed up. It's been a hot minute. Um, but the, uh, but the, the, I do remember this. There is the one guy who buries his talents. He literally, he hides them in his shed. He's like, Oh, this is mine. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna put this in my barn. It's going to be safe there. It's going to be safe. Um, because that's like my God given talents. I'm just going to put them in my barn and nobody else will have to see them. But that also means that nobody can steal them. Nobody can, uh, nobody can get me for them. Nobody can murder me for them or whatever. Like, so he hid them away. Then there's the other guy who went out and he sowed his talents and he used his talents to basically, he invested his talents to then procure greater talents and more prosperity and more abundance for more people. You got to plant your talents. Bible verses aside, I hope you get the metaphor because it is so poignant because if you put your talents, your God-given talents, the things that you were born and put on this planet to do, the things that you excel at, and you hide them away, and you don't share them with others, and you're not writing those blogs, and you're not creating, and you're not writing your books, and you're saying, you're still saying, you're still talking the big talk about how you're going to write the books one day, or how you're going to launch the programs one day, or how you're going to do the thing one day, and you're like, oh, well, you know, maybe when life slows down, or maybe when, maybe when you know, the kids are off at college or, you know, this is such a precious time. I'm only a mother to my toddler once. And we use all these excuses, but they're all fucking bullshit. Excuse my French. They are all bullshit because you were not given those talents. You were also not given the talents of your children to use them as an excuse for your God-given blessings that you have those things, those desires, those things that you want to create and to put out in the world to help transform this planet. So you got to go through the seasons. It is not it. Your creativity. Yes, it is sacred. It is absolutely sacred. It is totally sacred because it is not yours. Your as as uh, one of my favorite quotes from John Maxwell is, "Your gifts are greater than you. Your gifts are greater than your human form, your ego. Your gifts were given to you by the divine, by the source, by the creator of the universe, so that you could help expand the universe using your gifts." That is abundance. Now, they're not sacred when you shove them in a barn, hide them away from people, or oh, say, oh, I'm going to go revisit that project one day. I'm going to go do that thing one day. But for now, I'm going to be busying myself doing all the things that I think I should be doing, doing all the things and making all the excuses that I should be making, and da 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 
So here's how you get from the sacred selfish area of the project being in your mind and you're not releasing it to it actually being sacred because it's being of service. That's when it shifts over. It is not sacred unless that project, unless that thing, unless that blog is released outside of you as the conduit, as the generator to be able to bless others and be of service with it. Now, here's the process. You got to plant. So we all know that there are four seasons. There is winter and spring and summer and fall. I just wanted to reiterate just in case. (laughs) So you've got to go through the seasons of creativity. So a lot of times our creativity really does start off in one of the more intense seasonal periods. So winter or summer. Like what happens in in winter? In winter, stuff's still happening underneath the ground. Like it's co- it may be covered in snow depending upon where you live or it may just kind of look like bleak and like I mean I live in LA so there's not much snow, but the trees they do get barren and there's not a lot of leaves hanging out on them. There's not a lot of it looks it looks a little darker. The thing is, is that there's stuff going on underneath the surface. There is, there is, that's the creative process that nobody else will see, that nobody else also will connect with because you're not in that place of sharing it yet. That's in, in winter, you are in the place where you are doing the things that don't, that don't seem glorious like you're in winter in the beginning stage of especially of your of your business for example it's when you're reaching out to every single person and making those connections and you're doing it not in like a broad manner of like showing up on on massive live streams so you might also be doing that um but you are making those connections you are building those relationships you are building that know like and trust factor you are creating that and nobody else really sees it and your numbers in social media or whatever they're not really increasing rapidly they're not really exponentially skyrocketing yet but it's in winter that really creates the spring just like winter is like when you are like where i am with my book I'm in the creative process while I'm at a different stage of winter. Um, and we'll get into that in a second. But in winter, uh, I'm in the creative process where I'm like literally laboring to to get it out. It's about to become spring and it's like getting that flow. And the book is almost to that place where it's like feeling really, really in a place of glorious, glorious flow. And it's almost done. It's like 75% there. And it's like that last for me, it's always that, that last 20%, that 20 to 10% of that, of the marathon where you hit that quote unquote wall of just crap. And I know, yes, the belief in a wall means that there's a belief in a wall. So fully know that I own the spaces of where I need to do my own work. But it's in that space of like, okay, so you're you're going through the winter and you you as the planter are like just keep it just keep your plants alive just keep your plants alive keep doing the things you keep watering them you keep nurturing them they're they're doing their own thing too the the plants know the plants know that springs are coming 
So it's not like they're stressing out over it being winter. They know spring is coming. But why is it that we get so locked into this mentality of like this fear of, oh, I'm not seeing results. Oh, I'm not seeing results. Because it's not spring yet. Wait your season. And by wait your season, I mean do your work in this season that you need to get done and trust that spring is coming because it is. Because in spring, ooh, baby, that's when it blooms. That is when it blooms and it looks glorious and it is busting. June is busting out all over and it's, it's, it's blossoming and it's flowing and you just feel like, oh my gosh, spring. And this can happen on a project by project basis. This can happen within the span of literally an hour of your creative process of going from like being in the beginning stages of writing a blog post or a newsletter or a sales page. And you're in that winter period when nobody else really sees you and you're in your flow, but you're like, "Mm, okay, it's a little cold. It's like this, my writing is turning out to be a little dank. How do I know? I've been there total like writer for (laughs) decades and decades and decades. I've been a writer all my life and a creator. So I got you, babe. So the, the the winter process in the span of like just writing a blog post, just writing a sales page, just that's like the first 10, 15 minutes when you are getting into that flow. And then when flow hits, oh, baby, does it bloom. And it's about, it can be anywhere from five to 15 minutes to ha- experience that winter period where you're sitting down and you're like getting focused and your brain is kind of reorienting to like the task at hand and you're you're going to sit down and you're going to do it. And it's in that period where you can choose to let notifications, things going wrong on your computer, whatever, to derail you. Oh my gosh, there's this urgent thing or this urgent email, quote unquote. Like I told my team, (laughs) I tell all my team when I hire them, I say, I don't believe in urgency. Like I believe in urgency, but I don't believe in like urgent things of like, this is a, this is an ASAP thing. I'm like, no. Most things that people perceive are urgent are actually just a perceived level of urgency. And so you're going through that winter period, you're fi- you're figuring out and it's in the winter period where it can make or break you. It really can. Like you can either answer that email or say, oh no, I think my writer's block is a sign that I shouldn't get started. I think maybe my computer not being all futzy means it's a sign that I shouldn't do this blah, blah, blah. Don't buy into those excuses. Those are all just excuses again. You're supposed to go through winter. That's why we have seasons. We are human beings of a planet that goes through seasons. We all have seasons. So go through your winter process, embrace that process, and trust that spring is coming. Because as you go through that process, the more you embrace it, the more you just accept it as just, okay, this is a winter period. I am definitely going through a winter period, and that's okay. That is totally okay and appropriate. Because then, spring is going to bloom, and you go into flow, and you go into massive flow, and suddenly you're in it, and you're like, how could I have ever lived without this? I mean, oh my goodness, the, the, the majesty that's coming out from my fingertips is just glorious. And then... You may get to that point where you're getting into summer and you're like, oh, you're in, it's, it's a little, it's getting a little hot and you're like, okay, maybe I, I, I should start to wrap up 
this blog or this project or this thing, or you're going through that like sweaty labor of getting the final bits out of you. And you're finally going through and you're, you're doing the thing and you're like, okay, all right, I'm getting it out. And then comes autumn where things get a little chill. They settle, the leaves fall, the blog post is done, the book is written, the project is released. And then it comes back to winter. So we go back again. So when you have a pr- the creative project done, it's not done entirely. You have to release it. So you have to then go through another season. Now, I'm not saying that every project or everything needs to take you two years in order to go through all the seasons. Like I said, you can go through the seasons within the span of an hour and just get it out there and just get it released. So you can go through all the seasons twice in the span of an hour because then once you release it, once you finish the project, you finish that creative output, your soul just downloads onto the page or onto the podcast or on the screen with the YouTube video or whatever. Then you go through the second stage. You 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 are in that new season. So like I said, with why we are kind of in, in many ways mirrors of our clients is your client is going through something that you went through two years ago in many ways And you have all the lessons and you've been through all the stages so you can guide her through that process a lot faster than it took you to go through those stages and those seasons. But you also are probably mirroring the same season that you're in in some way in your business or in your projects in many ways, especially if you're in a service-based business or in, in the coaching realm. So... When you go through the second stage of your your project or your process, that's the that's the seasons of releasing. So you have winter where you're planning and you're strategizing and you're you're figuring out and it's kind of bumpy and you're testing things and it's like, oh, that didn't work and oh, that did work and oh, oof, yeesh, that didn't work at all. <laughs> and so you're going through that process. And then in spring, it starts to bloom and it starts to flow. And then in summer, it gets it gets hot and you're feeling the summer loving and people are buying your products and they're like, oh my goodness, I can't. And you're feeling, you're feeling the heat and it starts to like, oh my gosh, now I'm, at, now I'm on a much higher level. Now I'm like out there much more. Now I'm putting like, holy crap. And, and you're out there much more, but you are also blessing people with it. So it's the sacred of it which is the power and then like all seasons because we go through all four of them it'll cool down for a little bit and that's okay you cannot stay in summer forever that's called global warming (laughs) like you cannot stay in perpetual summer you will melt and you can also not stay in winter And it's up to you to decide not only where your business is, what season your business is in, but also to decide and assess. It's not, it's less of a decision. It's more of an assessment. And then you make a decision as to how fast you want to get to the next season. 
it's up to you to assess where your projects are. Are they in spring and you're blooming and you're flowing and you're in the state of like super bloom and super flow? And like, like I've seen so many pictures of uh, on Facebook in, I think it's Lancaster, which is right outside of, of LA. I think part of it's considered LA because LA is just enormous. Um, but in Lancaster area ish, there are these poppy fields that just go crazy in like April, May. It's they are it's ridiculous. Like the amount of bloom that they get, it's just oh my goodness. And then it gets summery. And then especially out in Lancaster area, it's really hot. And it gets a little scorchy and the flowers start to like, oh my gosh, there's a little too much sun for us. And they start to like get a little overheated and then comes fall and then comes winter and you don't see the poppies. And then in spring, it's like freaking super bloom again. So it's up to you to decide and assess where you are in the process and be honest with yourself have your has your business been in winter for a while i mean when part of my story is when i first came up with the idea for crown yourself that was like full on spring in full bloom and then i went into summer and fall very quickly and like got did all the things got built the website did the photo shoots did all the things and then fall came because I wasn't really seeing any results or monetization, not to mention that back then in 2015, I didn't have any products or services that I was actually selling on the website. Total side note as to why I wasn't making money in my business. (laughs) So yeah. And then I went back and and then winter hit and winter stayed around for a while because I had a pretty negative attitude toward winter back in 2015. Like massive difference. Like now, girl, appreciate winter because winter is when you are doing all the things that you that set you up for that amazing super bloom and that amazing launch and that amazing kapow of growth and and progress and momentum and people are 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 just like little bunnies hopping to your flowers of of how creative that that was a terrible metaphor like I was in the middle of it and I was like that I just have to stop that metaphor (laughs) that was just awful but uh they're just super excited to just like come out all I see is like I see like Snow White, just like, like all the little bunnies and birds and things are coming at her. And in a loving, supportive way, not the queen, the evil queen was, she was a bitch. But the, um, you have to go through those creative processes. Yeah, that was a total tangent, by the way, totally own it. You have to go through these creative processes. You have to go through your seasons in order to release it. 
And the most important thing that I want you to get out of this is that holding your talents, holding your your creativity hostage for yourself or for that rainy day or to protect it so nobody steals your idea. Somebody like creativity is ever flowing. And that's why one of my favorite books of all time is Elizabeth Gilbert's Big Magic. And I love how she describes an idea and I've literally seen this because it's happened to me, where you have the idea of, oh my gosh, this would be such a fantastic project or thing or whatever. And you you do it and then, or you, you have the idea for it and then you're like, oh, mm, but I don't have the money for it or I don't have the time right now or I'm so busy or, you know, right now is a really important time in my kid's life. And so I, I don't think it's the right time to take on that project. And the idea is like, okay. I'll wait around for a little bit and it kind of waits around to see if you'll do anything and stop making excuses and stop hiding your your talents in that barn shed those divine gifts and then after a while like it just grows legs and walks out like thieves don't even have to come into your barn it's just like I'm done with being caged and cooped up I am an idea I am free-flowing I need to be released into this world I'm gonna go to somebody else because it 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 has to so your divine gifts those amazing gifts those projects those things and it's in those moments when then you see like a year or two later you're like oh my god I had that idea for that book or oh my god I had that idea for that thing or oh that was so my idea and it's some random person that you see on Instagram who created a pretty much identical project to what you wanted to create and you're like why didn't I do that oh my gosh I could have done that So don't let the ideas and the talents grow legs and kick, bust out of your barn. Like just nurture those ideas and those talents because they have to be of service. That is that is the creator of the universe expanding through you. If it's not going to be through you, if you're going to try to hide it and cage it and protect it, which is not your job, then it's going to get released through somebody else because it has to. It has to be of service. So treat it with the respect that it deserves by using that talent, by using that project, by using that creativity to be of service as it was designed to be. And go through the stages, go through winter, go through spring, summer, and fall, and let yourself go through those stages so you can release it, get it out of you, and then release it to the world. So... If you love this episode, please take a screenshot of it and tag me on Instagram at crownyourselfnow. And if you really love this episode and you want to give it a rock star review, go to iTunes and leave a review. And if you screenshot the review and email it to info at crownyourself.com, I have got an extra special hypnosis just for you. But I need you to email the review or else I don't know who gave it because it's some people it's like JM565 and I'm like, I don't know who JM565 is. You have to email it to me to prove that it's you. So email it to me and I will send you a free personalized hypnosis for you and you will 
rock it out and uplevel your life in more ways than you could ever have imagined. Thank you so much for listening, and I will catch you next time on The Princess and the Bee. Thank you so much for tuning in today. If what you heard resonated with you, be sure to subscribe and share your breakthroughs and ahas with me by leaving a review on iTunes so I can keep the magic flowing your way. And if you aren't already following us on social media, come experience the extra inspiration and queenly convos on Instagram at crownyourselfnow or visit our website at crownyourself.com. I am so excited to connect with you in the next episode. And in the meantime, go out there and create a body, business, and life that rules.